Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Revela- Revelations 13. And uh, before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, I thank you for this day. It's Friday and you got us through. You helped me get through it. It's been quite the week and Lord, I'm grateful for all that you've done. I've watched your hand in motion and I've watched the wonderful things and the many blessings you've bestowed on me. And I've also watched as I've attempted to screw them up with my own interactions and my own ideas. So Lord, as I come before you today, I just pray that we would, that I would humble myself, open my heart, open my mind and my spirit to you. I pray that as we read that you, Holy Spirit, would guide us, that you would help us, help me to understand your will, that I would gain your wisdom and your understanding, that it wouldn't be from me, that it wouldn't be from A.W. Tozer or Charles Spurgeon, but it'd be from you. So, Father, I pray for your guidance. I pray for your help. And I pray most of all that nothing from me would be shared that would be spoken, but this would be entirely your message to us. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Revelations 13 has the famous beast out of the sea and beast out of the earth. It's all about now the things happening and the recollections or the events, you know, the, the clashes and Satan and his army. But one of the things that really struck me as as I was reading this. And as I've been reading Revelations in general, I don't understand time as God understands it. Because if I think about that verse that says, in the beginning was God, and the Word was God and with God, well, that means that Jesus was there at the beginning. Here in this in this. Uh, chapter, Jesus is talked about as having been the lamb and he was slain from the creation of the world. So the reality is, is when you think about all that's, that we've read in Revelation so far, all the events, everyone trying to put timelines on this, you can't. I guess you can, you can put them on there, but it's our best guess. And that's where I really look at, instead, what, what can I take out of this? What can I take out of the, the book versus trying to understand the symbolism and the timing? Am I living in the last days? Have I been living in the last days? Have they been going? Some people claim they've been going on for a thousand years. Others say they're about to happen. But people have said that since the church was formed. <laughs> So the reality for me is, what is God trying to tell me, and what do I need to take out of it? And with that, let's go to chapter 13, verse 1. The dragon stood on the shore of the sea, and I saw a beast coming out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads, with ten crowns on its horns, and on each head a blasphemous name. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. One of the heads of the beast seemed to have 
had a fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was filled with wonder and people and followed the beast. I'm sorry. The whole world was filled with wonder and followed the beast. People worshiped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast. And they also worshiped the beast and asked, who is like the beast who can wage war against it? The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise its authority for 42 months. It opened its mouth to blaspheme God and to slander his name and his dwelling place and those who live in heaven. It was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And it was given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, all whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life, the Lamb who was slain from the creation of the world. Whoever has ears, let them hear. If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity they will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, with the sword they will be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness of the, on the part of God's people. Verse 11. Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had, ten, it had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. And it performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived the inhabitants of the earth. It ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second beast was given power to give breath to the image, of the first beast, so that the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands and or on their foreheads, so that they could, could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man that number is 666 so wow there's so many pieces that we've heard about so many concepts you know you could sit there and think about oh the vaccination the vaccines were the beginnings it was the first testing of people taking on the marks getting adjusted so that they you know have to go and take the mark all these different things can be can be said. All these things and elements can be there. But I agree with A.W. Tozer, and I want to read some of what he says. He focuses on chapter, in, on verse 8, where it talks about all the inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, all whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life, the Lamb who was slain from the creation of the world. Tozer has two pieces in here, and I'm going to read them both. The first one, it comes from his attributes of God. He writes, Christ the eternal son is timeless. When you think about Jesus, you have to think twice. You have to think of his humanity and his, and his deity. He said a lot of those things. He said a lot of things that made it sound as if he was, wasn't God. He said other things that made it sound as if he wasn't human. He said, for instance, before Abraham was, I am. 
that made it sound as if he antedated creation. Then he said, by myself I can do nothing, I judge only as I hear. And that made, him sa- made it sound as if he wasn't divine. He said, the Father is greater than I. And that made it sound as if he wasn't God. And he said, I and the Father are one. And that made it sound as if he wasn't human. But the fact is, he is both. He talked about himself as divine and as human. And when Jesus talked about himself as human, he used humble, lowly words. When he talked about himself as divine, he used words that started, startled and shook people. He said, speaking about the inspired scriptures, you've heard it said, but I, but I tell you. He could talk like God, and then he could talk like man. So we've always got to think about the Son of Man, Jesus Christ the Lord, in two ways. But when the, t- the set time had come, had fully, I'm sorry, but when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, that he might free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. That means his humanhood. And then he was slain from the creation of the world. Verse 8. What can that mean? He could be slain from the foundation of the world? When God laid the heaven and the earth and caused the grass to be upon the hills and the trees to be upon the mountains, when God made the birds to fly in the air and the fish to swim in the sea, God had already in his heart lived Calvary and the, res- and the resurrection and the glory and the crown. So he was slain before the foundation of the world. We don't understand time as God understands time. We don't understand the physical world as God understands it. Jesus was in multiple places. He was he moved from one place to another in the blink of an eye. He walked into rooms that were locked. He walked through walls. He and time coexist. God understands time way better than us. So when we think about revelations and when does something occur and something doesn't, I stopped worrying about are the saints, is the church in heaven first? And then all this happens, the pre-trib. Is it there after, post-trib? How does all this work? What's the timing? I don't know. And what I've read all seems to be make a lot of sense in the time frame in which it's written, but then gets confusing when it's passed. A.W. Tozer has one more reflection, and it's in his book, The Attributes of God One, because he has two of them. He writes, Grace always comes from Jesus Christ. It didn't come at his birth, but it came in God's ancient plan. No grace was ever administered to anybody except by and through and in Jesus Christ. When Adam and Eve had no children, God spared Adam and Eve by grace. And when they had their two boys, one offered a lamb and thus said, I look forward to the Lamb of God. He accepted the grace of Christ Jesus thousands of years before he was born. And God gave him witness uh, gave him witness that he was justified. The grace did not come when Christ was born in a manger. It did not come when he died on a cross. It did not come it, it did not come when Christ was baptized or anointed of the Spirit. It did not come when he rose from the dead. It did not come when he went to the Father's right hand. Grace came from the ancient beginnings through Christ, through Jesus Christ, the eternal Son, 
and was manifest on the cross of Calvary in fiery blood and tears and sweat and death. But it has always been operative from the beginning. If God had not operated in grace, he would not have swept the human race away. Oh, I'm sorry. If God had not operated in grace, he would have swept the human race away. He would have crushed Adam and Eve under his heel in awful judgment, but they had it come for they had it coming. But because because God was a God of grace, he already had an eternity plan, the plan of grace, the lamb who was slain from the creation of the world. There was no embarrassment in the divine scheme. God didn't have to back up and say, oh, I'm sorry, but I have mixed things up here. He simply went on because he was right. Everybody receives in some degree God's grace, the lowest woman in the world, the most sinful, bloody man in the world, Judas, Hitler. If it hadn't been that God was gracious, they would have been cut off and slain along with you and me and all the, all the others. I wonder if there is much difference in us sinners after all. I love Tozer. He brings not only time and God's eternal plan for, that was from the beginning and his grace that was from the beginning with Jesus being slain at the beginning. You just never really understand how God sees everything in this world. What you find instead is just enough information for us to have our minds and our hearts sparked and to be confident that God is in control. So with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Father, I thank you for this wonderful day. I thank you for your word. And I just lift up this time. I lift up your reading. I pray that it would go out and be fruitful, that you would be honored and glorified, and that maybe, just maybe, I would understand a little bit more about who you are, how you love us, why you love us, why you love me, and how I can bring you honor and glory in some small, pitiful way. I thank you, Father, and I just pray for the ability to love you with my whole being and my neighbor as myself. I pray for our families, our friends, all of our loved ones, Lord. And I pray for our country. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day. <laughs>